Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. You have reached the city of Prosker. Uh, So... I, well, I've been here a few times. Good good soil, too. So, to find the map, we're looking for a man. Last name, Undertask. I, well, I mean, most people know him by Thunderax. Sully, do you, do you see that? Oh, that guy with the rash? Yeah, the, the blue man group over there juggling. My name is Eska Nervine. I have had some such similar things happen to me in the past. Perhaps we could talk about this over a snow cone or something. I mean, I'm always up for that. Can Sully come too? He loves snow coats. Uh, you look back and Sully is gone. Two individuals come up behind Sully and throw a bag over his head. Jesus fucking Bahamut, what the hell is going on here? You do remember the good Leiden Menda, don't you? Mm-hmm. The look on your face tells me you perhaps don't remember. I've met a lot of people in my life. You go to High Moon, you find this scroll. The scroll is going to be at the Temple of Ogma. Well, you know what? I hate being under someone's toe like this. Do this mail delivery, sure, and we won't kill Merv. I mean, that was on our list of things to do. We just didn't know where he was, and now I guess we do? This poor guy's just a fisher. He's probably just like, the fuck is happening? Two men start walking towards you. One draws a crossbow. Hey, what the fuck? Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master Russ Moore and with me today is Amy Moore. I am with you today and all days and I play Sullivan's Light. And Carla Maxted. I am with you one evening a week and this is that evening and I play Glim. And finally Tom Laird. I'm also with you one evening a week, except for this week and last week, where this week it's already two evenings a week for me and Russ. And last week, I think we were up to four? Four evenings last week. We really do love each other. I think we got three this week, too. At least most of us, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Love is there. Yeah, we spend a lot of time together, and where you can spend more time with us... I play Boot. I play Boot. (laughs) (laughs) But he was going right into a segue. Ah, I know, know, but I had to get it in there. People wouldn't know otherwise. And where you can spend more time with us is uh, several places, but primarily Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, where when you are a patron, you get access uh, to our public Discord, but there are private Patreon-exclusive channels in there. As well, we have an entire other podcast, more of what you love over there, DM'd by Tom Laird. What? And this month we're wrapping up season three of that story. What? What? Right? (laughs) And then next month we're starting season four. Huh? I know we're only on season two. It's they're, they're baby seasons. Mm-hmm. They're baby seasons. Just little itty bitty boys. We can call them whatever we want to over there. <laughs> they're stories, they're vignettes, they're seasons. That's what we call them. Um, and we really enjoy playing those games. We want you to come enjoy them too. So patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. And when you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Jonathan Wen. 
Thanks, Yay. Jonathan. Thanks, Thanks Jonathan. Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Glim and Sully, coming towards you are two male people. One pulling out his crossbow. Ooh, it's not what I thought it was going to say. It's not that kind of town. Or maybe. I don't know. They're in trench coats. They could have been pulling out anything. Could have been. I said overcoats, not trench coats. We're losing the steam here. <laughs> Sully and Glim towards you are coming two male figures. One is pulling out a crossbow. The other has a hand on his blade. And in his other hand, the closer he gets, you see he has a pamphlet in his hand. And it says, excuse me. Yes. Is this yours? Did you? It is. Did you want to learn a little bit more about Bahamut? No. Oh. Oh. Well. You need to take this, and he shoves it towards you, and not spread it around here. Well, that seems really close-minded at you guys. He maintains eye contact with Glim. You don't... Oh, well... I just was telling Leopold, we just met, I was buying some supplies, and I was telling him about... We talked to Leopold. We got your story. All 48 minutes of it. We don't need those thoughts around this town that is uh, quite happy the way it is. Yeah, you guys seem super happy. Couldn't everyone just be a little bit happier, though? Don't you feel like in your heart you could be like, I could be happier. I could have more fulfillment. I'm the happiest motherfucker around here. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just that your countenance is so... My job uh, doesn't allow me to put up a front of happiness. We are happy here. Oh, oh, okay. Take your pamphlets and be on your way. Well, the good news is... We're just passing through. We are on a mission to save the world. So we're not going to be here very long. Um, we're just looking for a map from a guy. And then we are out of here to leave you to all your happiness. From off to the side of you, as you say, looking for a map from a guy. There's a an older dwarf that cuts between you and says, uh... What uh, what seems to be the problem here, Victor? He says, well, these, these fine folks here were just leaving, they said, after they find some map. So they don't spread any ideas around here that might cause some issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, I'll take care of them. I'll get them on their way. Don't, don't worry. Just, just go back to circle jerking around the... Get going. I'll take care of him. Turns and looks at you and says, you're... just come with me. And he starts walking off. Excuse me, sir. Did you just say circle jerking? Moot, you're seated at a, a tavern with Eska and you've been talking about um, different sporadic occurrences, not things that you have you have been trying to do and trying to find some correlation to them. Eska is in midst describing one of these events. Um, they've already described to you the tidal wave that came on and as you found out, in fact, 
killed a lot of their family. They were driven out by the rest out of fear mostly, but also an underlying hatred um, of them and this ability that has come upon them. Um, And they're describing another event where like a crack in the earth opened up as they were trying to do one of their tricks um, and sent everyone around them fleeing. Some people got hurt. No one fortunately died, but Eska describes that moment of like, there was this, there was this well up of, it felt like something inside was trying to break free. I could feel it like, my hair started to freeze, like my feet started to burn. Like I could, the elements inside of me, I just couldn't control them anymore. And it released into this earthquake in front of me. I mean, that sounds terrifying. Did you, hmm. So it didn't, you didn't feel this until after you used the magic, like kind of, you didn't feel it before or anything like that? It was it was only after? Everything seems to be tied to when I perform or when I do tricks or when I cast these, I mean, I guess you could call them spells, when I do these events. Everything mm-hmm. is tied to when one of those occurs. Yeah, mine have been, mine have been after I've used magic as well. So I think that's the the correlation there but i just i just i wish there was a way to know if there was a safe time for you to do your tricks or me to use magic like if there was a feeling we had inside that we thought like oh i can i can feel it kind of like a tingling behind the ears or whatever it is like i I know it's coming but you don't you don't feel any i mean i haven't felt anything like that till after i've used the magic and then that's when the things happen like sometimes, like after, and and a, and a strange event doesn't occur for a while. Like I can feel this buildup inside of me. Like it almost comes out as some like like an anger. Like hmm. it changes my mood. It changes who who I am and what I feel. Okay. Like and that, it's more predominant when when it hasn't happened in a while and that's when i know like it's it could be like a a bad one it's almost like there's some sort of reservoir inside you that's filling up and then it reaches a breaking point he starts to nod across from me and he says yeah 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 that 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 kind of hits the nail on the head have you have you noticed that there's a, a like a similar amount of time that goes by in between these things happening or is it just sometimes you go for a long time and then it happens and sometimes it happens real quick or is there any sort of thing like that that you've noticed there's there's no it doesn't seem to be any pattern to it it's not like one you know this time it happens that means it's going to happen next time it's sometimes it happens a couple in a row sometimes it doesn't happen for like weeks or months on end Mm, so no rhyme or reason, really. Not that I've found. Smoot right sat down in his notebook. Mm. Well, I mean, I take a lot of notes, as you can see. Uh, I Your think book I'm... is almost full. You might oh, need yes. another one. <laughs> I, I need so many books. Uh, I think I'm going to start trying to 
track when this happens for me and see if I can determine any sort of pattern. Maybe you should do the same and then we can compare notes in the future. Next time I'm in town. When, when's the next time you're going to be in town? Well, I mean, we've been running all over the place, so I think probably sooner than later. Okay. Um, yeah, I can, I can try and keep track. It's not something I really want to happen, but I will do my best to, Oh, no, I don't want it to happen either, but knowing when it might happen could give us a leg up on maybe controlling or avoiding bad situations. He leans back in his his seats and reaches into his bag and pulls out a flute. Um, Starts to play it, not well, but just kind of blows on it and starts to play it. Puts it down. Says, "Okay, um, okay. I'll I'll do my best to make a note. Gonna have to get a notebook. I don't keep track of many things, um, but yeah, let's do it. Next time you're here, if I'm here, uh, we can make notes. Perfect. That sounds at least is something. And if it ends up being nothing, then." You know, I guess it was an exercise in futility, but hey, it might lead us to kind of cracking the code on this. We're we're like detectives of the unknown. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh, should I start a detective agency? Hmm. This could be something. We can call us the note takers, the note buddies, the detective note cases. We'll so workshop the name. We'll workshop the name. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Look, looking forward to that, too. I'll write down some ideas for that as well. Um, well, um, I don't want to keep you. you. You told your friends you'd be back there. Um, and walk with you back back to, back to town square there. Certainly. You get up, and he settles the bill for you. Um, and you walk back out into the street. We cut back to Glim and Sully, who are following behind an older dwarf, gray, long gray beard, bald head, kind of torn and tattered work clothes that he's wearing. And he's just... Overalls? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like a tunic and like brown trousers and um, yeah, just that, yeah, not very well cleaned. Um, And he says, so what do you... What is it you need? You need a map? Hey, thanks for diffusing the situation over there and for explaining what a circle jerk is. Well, a lot of the law enforcement in town really just like to hear the sound of their own voice because there's no real law enforcement here. It's just everybody just steals from each other. Yeah, it seems weird in a town where you can just steal. You can't talk about the good news about Bahamut. It seems like a weird priority, but I guess, you know, everybody has their own culture, so that's... I shouldn't be judgmental about that. The the primary religion here is one of thieves and trickers and liars and sinners, so to speak. If you look at it from Bahamut's point of view, they don't want that so much. The other one, less known, but still predominant, is uh, Tempest, God of War. Primarily concerned with destruction. Right. Yeah. Not really compatible 
religions, I guess, with yeah. with mine. I understand. I understand. Their concern being that if someone gets the idea that there's a true good or right, that maybe the whole system falls apart. Yeah. I guess I can see that from their point of view. I wonder if... This might seem like a crazy question, but you're not Thunder Axe, are you? Looks to you and well, you've stopped walking by this point. You're out front of a, another, looks like a shop or a uh, home on top. And he looks up to the sign that is in front there and kind of points to it. And you see Thunder Axe on it. Says, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's me. You. Well, that is amazing because you are exactly who we're looking for. Uh, nobody says that in a long time. Well, I'm on a mission. We have a destiny to save the world, and I need to. Anyway, we need a map. Um, apparently, maybe you have a map that. I've- Got it. Of the world. Of the, the map of the world. Oh, okay. Specifically, more specifically, I have many maps, right. but yes, yes. I oh, am okay. one of the few who possess a map of, you know, the full world to a reasonable extent. Yes. So, is that what you sell here, or? Come in. Sure. Thanks. Just come in. Um, Sully, do you want it? Wanna... Moot should be. Coming back, I don't know. Glim, He's... I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I I don't want to be alone. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You just yeah, come with me. Last time I was alone, I was put into a sack. My friend just got kidnapped and then escaped. It's been a very busy morning so far. It's a it's a rough town. I'm not gonna lie. It it doesn't jump out to me as an unusual occurrence that your friend has gone through. Right. To be very fair, though, I that, that would have happened anywhere. Yeah, Sully's a bit of a magnet for. I was going to say scamp. Oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say magnet for trouble, but scamp is really encapsulates your whole thing very well. Uh, So come in, stay outside, do what you like. I'd rather talk about your map, your adventure, your saving the world inside. Yes, yes. We'll come inside, of course. You head in and it's a it's a modest workshop. Um, looks like he does a little bit of, there's a, you know, a small forge in the back, um, a woodworking area. Um, he's got some, some weapons and armor and shields up on the wall. You see Glim, you see one sword that catches your eye above everything else. It looks like it almost stands out of place in the, in the room. It is a almost radiant long sword. It's the closer you look at it, if you do, um, you see intricate like carving work um, like along the blade. The hilt and pommel are just divine compared to everything else around it. Um, this this sword is. Wow, this is really something was this I, I assumed you fought with an axe, thunder axe, I assumed. Is this your sword? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. That's uh, that's able. Uh, is he uh, able to split someone in half? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's family weapons. Been searching for. There's a pair of them. 
been searching for him for a while. Found the one before I was able to find the other. Took ill here and just never found the strength to kind of keep going. But uh, yeah. Um, so you have a destiny to save the world. Yeah, destiny to save the world. We need to get to Tamanthor and I need to declare my loyalty. And right. it's, you know, I mean, that's. We're just working our way there. It's a long ways away. We got a new, more urgent sort of pressing mission because of the kidnapping. So, okay. so I guess we need a, a to know how to get to to High Moon, and then also if you okay. have a map that's going to show us the way to to Manthor, that'd be great. He walks over to a uh, large drawer in a big wooden wardrobe and pulls it out and you see s- scrolls all rolled up inside of it and kind of flicks through and say, no, not this one. Oh, pulls one out, looks at it. It's a large map and he pulls it out and says, like, yep, there we go. Lays it on the table and unrolls it. He says, this is, as I've seen it, the entire world of Toriel. It's a lot bigger when you look at it all on a big piece of paper. And he points to a spot on the map and says, well, where where did you say you came from? Oh, well, we didn't. Um, we all met in Neverwinter. Um, my friend points to the map and says, your uh, Neverwinter is up here. Right. And you said Timanther? Yeah. Well, that's way down here. Right. Huh. Down near Unther here. Okay, so, I mean, we've got a, a ways to go. And what about High Moon? Pretty pretty close to where we are now, right? We could probably... Uh, reasonably land. close. I mean, you could probably make it in a couple ten day. Oh. I'm sorry. Excuse me. We're, uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait. How many of the tens? Did you say? Uh, well, it's a fair distance out there. He points. We're here in Prosker, right here. Uh-huh. Right next to the Bridge of Fallen Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, Moon. Well, the Dale Lands are over here. Jesus Christ, that's like... And Sully puts his fingers out and he's like, that's like a whole hand away. Yeah, I mean, you got to cut through the mountains there. It's going to take you a while. A couple mountain ranges to pass over. Shit. And you could try and How's that go sea up through voyage? the dragon Is that... Huh. Would that be faster? Um, well, if you were to get a... If you were oh to be able God. to charter Where's a ship. Where's Sir Loon? Uh, Sir Loon is uh, on the coast here. Uh, and where's High Moon? High Moon is up in the, up in the Dale Lands. Good Lord. How do they expect me to get to, to get to High Moon and then to Serloon all within 10 days? Oh, my God. Merv's going to die. I'm sorry to hear that for. Yeah, it's real Merv. shitty. I just um, do we even bother going. I mean, well, I mean, he's your very best friend. I think we probably should try. Right. And Miss Ma'am Meow Meow. I mean, there's a lot of things kind of counting on us getting to to High Moon and then to Serloon. In the next 10 days. Oh my days. God. Is there like, okay. Is there any way that we can travel faster? Faster than like a horse? Yeah. Or a ship? Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I usually just traveled by by cart or by foot. Not, no. Is that why you're ca- it's called cartography? Sure, sh- no. I don't. I I don't think that's right. It doesn't sound right. Actually, it was right, folks. <laughs> Little did he know, cartography is the making of maps. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Well, I know that's the making of maps. I don't know what I didn't think it's because there's a cart. <laughs> Why else would it be called that, Russ? Yeah. Getting back to the story. It's sort of like a stopped clock is right twice a day. I think that's what uh-huh. we've hit upon with Sully and this assertation <laughs> yeah. about cartography. You do not have to look up cartography, hun. It's fine. The showing the work part wasn't correct, but but he arrived Fair at enough. the right answer. <laughs> You arrived at the yeah. right answer, which is impressive in its own way. Uh, is there any way to travel faster than a horse and a cart and a uh, and a ship? And uh, is there like, are there horses with wings? Um, Have you? Do they sell? I mean, I know you can get your hands on a lot of kind of like down low stuff. I'm starting to feel like this town's changed a lot since the last time I've been here. Uh, but when was the last time you was here? Oh, uh, like, you know, his age, like eight, your shop was in here. That's for sure. Um, well, I've been here for a while. Yeah. Um, so it's been a long time. OK. Um, so say you had only. Ten days. To get to High Moon and then to Sirloon and lives depended on it. You know, this immediate area much better than we do. What would you suggest? Uh, well, I mean, you could try and arrange for some sort of teleportation magics. I, just, I don't even like to get involved with that shit. Gosh, it's how I lost Merv in the first place. Yeah, seems very risky and also expensive. I mean, to make it through the mountain ranges alone is going to be like, I don't know, most of a 10 day if you're walking. And if we're horsing? Well, if you're horsing, it's going to take, you know, about half that if you if you make good trails and you got a strong horse. Okay, so yeah, we need three strong horses and good trails. Now take a five days. Glim, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I usually have a plan and I just, uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, um, we don't need to talk this out in front of you. Thank you so much. We can we we'd love to buy the maps. They're gonna be a big help. Of course, of course. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that sword. Does the other one match this one? Um, yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, we will um, be traveling all over so much of the whole known world. So, who knows what we'll find kind of stop and think is yeah it's very very similar in design uh kind of aura about it he rolls up the map and just hands it to you and says no no charge oh well thank you and thanks again for helping us with those those guards out there we will guess we gotta we gotta find mood and then we should just really get going we don't have a lot of time no, yeah, I guess not. Well, I I wish you the best on your journey. And I uh, hope this map does you well. 
going to want to move fast. Yeah. Thanks for all your help. So we exit onto the street. Sully screams, I need a horse. People just kind of look at you. And one guy comes up and says, you need a horse. I got a horse. I just got to look right here. And then he opens his trench coat. I I got watches with horses on them. No, I need an actual physical horse. You're wasting valuable valuable time. Luke could die. Jeez, jeez. Look here. Just men trying to make a business. Look, come on. Get out of here. Get out of my face. I don't want to buy a horse watch. You get your face out of my face. Walks off. Son of a Jesus Christ. You go circle jerk yourself. Did I do it right? I I think. (laughs) Circle jerk? That must be Sully. (laughs) Just screaming circle jerk in the middle of town square. Guys, you got, uh, what? Are those maps? What's going on here? So much has happened. Yes, yes, We need to get to High Moon and then Sarah Loon. Otherwise, Merv is going to die. Whoa, oh, that's... It's been, what? I mean, Sully got kidnapped, and we we what? found the maps. We I got in trouble for putting out pamphlets. It's been a very, I hope, um, Eska, I hope you guys had a nice visit, too. Just, I don't mean to be rude, but a lot has happened, and we sort of are on a bit of a time crunch to get to our next destination, or Merv might die. And also, Miss Ma'am Meow Meow is going to come after me. Yeah. More. Oh, well, yeah, I don't want to deal with her again. No, she's um, an awful, awful, awful person. Okay, I guess, uh, Eska, uh, yeah, so do do your best to track it. Of course, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out if we if we can. If not, um, yeah, at least we tried. Um, uh, yeah, of course, I'll, I'll hey, keep track. Hey, hold tra- on, you don't have any fast horses, do you? Uh, or n- ways to get places real fast? Um, specifically... Uh, no, I don't. I, you know, I, like, where do you, like, how quick do you need, what? Ten days. Hi, Moon. Are you okay? Hi, Moon with, and with... Sir Loon. We got, we just got to get there and then do a bunch of stuff. Uh, so I just mean, get a scroll. You can make it from High Moon to Sir Loon in, in a few days. But I mean, getting to High Moon, that's kind of tough. I mean, it was, there's a shop down by the, the, the town square there that, I mean, they sell some, some, you know, black market magic stuff. Like, oh. maybe could help. Some kind Guys, of. Guys, I think I owe it to Merv. I don't expect you to come with me. Um. Oh, we're a team. We've got to save. I mean, I'm with you. I think. Right, Moon. Yeah, I mean. This is the first time hearing of all of this. It sounds very exciting, but uh, wherever you guys go, you know I'm there with we you. We have a destiny, so I think this is just another stop along the way. It's the middle time, baby. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Thanks for listening on this fine week. Hopefully you're well and safe and doing doing fine. Just living your best lives. Or at least okay versions of your lives. Yeah, something that resembles maybe what it used to be like. Or nothing at all, but or you're no, finding yeah, the joy I mean, in that too. too. Ho- yeah. Hopefully if we're here with you, that means there's some normalcy in your life because we're here. We got you every week, every Wednesday. We're here for you. Um, We want to thank some patrons this week who have gifted us some names 
to use. They've gifted us items as well, but names specifically to use in this latest episode here. Um, we're going to list some character names and who gave them to us. So Bolnil Thunderaxe Undertask is uh, from Nathan Hacking. Thank you, Nathan. Thank, Thank you, Nathan. Nathan. Such, a such, a, such a fun <laughs> name and so hard to say. Right. So Impossible, basically. <laughs> Eska Nervine, or Eska Nervine, uh, I think we said Nervine in the episode, but if it's Nervine, I'm very sorry. That's Alex Garrity. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, thank Alex. You, thank you. Thanks, Alex. That's a fun character. Merv, who is not a new character, but a recurring character, is from Christian Brown. Christian, thank so you. sorry I lost him. <laughs> he was <laughs> with happens. us for such a short period of I time. I mean, so short. Flint, Thea, and New Lara lost him, as well as Sully lost him. So, really, we've lost him twice. Ooh. Whoops. Perfect. Just keep mis- misplacing Merv. Or Merv. Um, and Layden Menda, who made a comeback again, is from Jacob Madden. So thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Thanks, Jacob. Uh, if you would like to uh, put your name or some or some other name into the show and have it live on forever in podcast fandom, in podcast infamy, if you want that to happen, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. If you join us at the in-world tier, which is $15 a month, uh, you can uh, give us a character name and an item to gift to a specific character. And we will do our best to work those in in a timely-ish fashion, but make it work with the with the show and with, uh, with everything going on. We've got lots more cool names coming up uh, in the next little while, and hopefully we'll see yours. So patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you over there. And now, let us get back to the episode. We'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for being here. Be safe. Have fun. Wash your hands. Thanks, Love guys. You, bye. Sally has never felt such, like, brotherhood and camaraderie before. And it's like, like, wipes away like a little, like, well, okay, well, that's real nice. It's, it's real nice, you guys. It's because it's, like, real dangerous and stuff. And this isn't your shit. So, um, so, uh, I thank you. Let's, uh, let's go do some black, let's go do some black magic. No, black, black market black, magic. Black, black, ma- black magic moccas. Okay, let's go. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Just magic markers. <laughs> uh, okay, your friend is very stressed. I understand. Okay. Um, he says, Just follow me. And he takes you back to the town square there and um, the shop that uh, Glim, you were speaking to the woman in. He leads you to there, but it looks like it's been like closed up. Oh, oh no. Oh, do you think that um, they're open? Can we? She was maybe just we knock. Here. I knock frantically. Um, she. I it's mean, it's a she, knock of a desperate man. She lives upstairs. She don't usually. Uh, okay, you're knocking. Uh, Excuse okay. me, shopkeeper. It's, uh, her name is. Her name is Charmy. Charmy. Um. Uh, well, if she comes down, maybe just slow down. Maybe you hear kind of the thing rattling, and she the sliders open and she looks out and says what is the problem eska why <laughs> why she really was down for a nap or something hey right nope. that's how i say when i'm woken up from a nap <laughs> what what is the problem you're Hi, screaming I'm, I'm, at me i'm back and i'm sorry to be so rude it's just my friend that I was looking for. I'm yes. so sorry. He was kidnapped. You really were right about that. And then something about the pamphlets. And I mean, that doesn't matter. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't trying to sell you out there. No, I just no. don't what like do you... to. They get asked mixed where up. I was. 
You told them it's it's no I problem. Did. We're um oh, what's the shortest way to say this? We need to get to high moon real fast, otherwise someone could die. Oh, that sounds like a very big problem. Do you sell anything that might be a solution to a very big problem? Well, I don't have any horses here, if that's what you're asking. We're thinking maybe a little faster solution. You see, Charmy look to Eska, and Eska kind of like nods. And she says, okay, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Shh, just come in. We, we come in. You enter into her shop, and she closes and locks the sliders behind you. Um, and says, just go back through through the curtain there. Um, and you enter into this uh, incense-filled room. A candle lit all around the edge. There's different vials and and components all along the walls. And says, you need to get to you need to get to High Moon quickly. It's not cheap uh, to get such places. I'm just going to say that out front because I got to run a business here. Well, yeah, no, I understand. That's fair. That's fair. We do have some money, and we have a donkey and a cart, which I assume we don't get to transport with us by whatever means we might be going. Rolf is like a real, real solid donkey. So, sorry, you want to bring the donkey? No, I just mean if we need to sell him. He's a solid donkey. Right. Um, Well, okay. So, how much? Because this spell, I mean, it normally goes for a thousand gold. Oh, oh! So he, he clutches his chest. I don't know if your style. donkey is a thousand gold donkey. No, I was hot. sort of more suggesting perhaps you could take the donkey and the cart and all of the supplies we some and all of the donkey supplies that we just bought as partial payment. And then also some of the gold we have in our pockets. Yes. I also have, um, what else do I have? I have, I have a thousand ball bearings. I have this bell here and a candle. I got, um, this crowbar and a hammer. I just start emptying my pockets. Don't you have an expensive magical staff Mm -hmm. as well? No, Jesus Christ. How am I? No, that was a question for, that was a question for you. I didn't know. I was like, you outing me? I do. But I, Sully, I think kind of feels like that's a Hail Mary for him. So if he's got, sure. If he's got that left over, maybe he's got a big bang in his pocket, like he had the scroll of vitriolic sphere or whatever it was. So, so you want to give me your donkey? You want to give me your cart? Everything in the donkey, things we may need to have on our bodies. I mean, I don't really have a place for a donkey. Mm. Oh. I don't really have a place. You woke me up from my nap. I'm so sorry. We thought maybe it would help with deliveries or something. I don't know. I mean, we can try and we can try and sell it. Um, it's just going that- to High Moon and then where? To Serloon. 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 Yeah. Is there anything you need delivered to that area? Maybe we could play courier for you. Mm. Is there anything you'd like us to bring back for you? Mm. I mean, you got a lot of like bobs and boobles over. You over were, here. 
you were, I mean, you were passing pamphlets for like the, the, the heebie-jeebie God of good. Uh, yes. You wouldn't want to, you I mean, it would, you'd have to steal something to make it worth my while here because exactly you don't have money to pay for the thing that I need back. And I mean, I just want it. I just want it. And then I say in Thieves Can't, oh, I don't mind stealing. Hmm. Okay, you might have a deal. If I send you to High Moon, you get whatever you need for your buddy. Go to Serloon. There's a shipment coming in around the same time that you're supposed to be there, I think is what you said. Don't know. There was a lot of numbers and things being spewed out there. Ten. I got ten days to do this. Perfect. There's some components some items coming in on a ship from across the sea that would be beneficial to have in my repertoire here. Yeah, okay, sold. Let's do this thing. You don't want to talk to your friends about it? Uh, Okay, yeah, sure. Um, Hey, you guys. So uh, it turns out she does need a delivery picked up from Serloon. And so what we can do is we can, um, when we drop off the scroll, we can pick up her shipment and then bring it back. Well, that seems like a pretty good deal. That sounds very fair. Mm-hmm. Is this a two-way, two-way ticket spell? What's? Well, the time frame of getting it back here is not quite as, mu- as, not quite as bad. So not perishables, then we're not going to pick up a big order of sheep's milk or anything. No. Yeah, freshly baked bread or anything yeah, like that. You will need a wagon, perhaps. So maybe if we send you with your donkey. Hmm, that could be a good idea. I would like to keep Rolf. All right. It's going to be real cramped in here. Not sure how we're going to get a donkey and a cart through my shop back here, but. Is there a way that we can. Since this is going to be so fast, we can uh, do it out in um, maybe in the cover of darkness in, in like a field or something. Don't usually like to do that in case of passerbys, being that all all of you will be leaving at the exact same moment. Right. A little suspicious, I guess. Leaves me kind of holding the bag there is all I'm saying if somebody walks by. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, we can help you just move some things around in here so we make some more space. Yeah. I mean, it's a donkey. It's not a horse. That's true. Smaller. All right. You bring your donkey back here. I'll get set up. We're going to sign some paperwork. And all's going to be good. Okay? Sure. Yeah, paperwork. I'll, I'll sign the paperwork if you guys want to get the donkey and stuff. Sure. So Glim and Moot, uh, you walk back out and Eska's like, so did, is she, she going to do do it for you? Sounds like it. We have to pick something up for her and bring it back afterwards. But otherwise, I think it's, uh, I think we're good to go, Glim. Is that the impression you it got? It sure too? is. Yeah, I think, um. I think she's going to help and we're going to just bring something back for her as, as payment. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just make sure you follow, follow the contract to a T. 
and all should be good. Okay. Thank thank you for all your help. Of course, of course, of course. Um, and he starts to walk away. He's like, I'll, I'll see you next time you're in town. Sounds like you're coming back. We've got kind of a date to, you know, see if anything happens there now. Yeah, we'll be back in the near future. Perfect. So. All right. Well, I'll see you. See you then, Moot. Uh, it's nice to meet you, Glim. Uh, just going to go uh, go back home. Okay, bye. <laughs> see you, Eska. He runs off and you see Melvin waving in his hair. Uh, so you walk off and go get Rolf back inside. So we just have to draft up the uh, the contract here, my dear. Uh, you see her writing on a large scroll. It says, you three, your names were again, Sully. You know what? Do, do we need all our names down for the whole stealing thing? Can we just put mine down for that? Well, I mean, the three of you are, you seem like a good team. We're a great team, but you know what? If shit goes sideways, this is, this should be all on me. Why would shit go sideways? Doesn't it's a shit simple always job. Go sideways? Have you, have you, have you been outside your shop? All the time. And shit never goes sideways for you. I stood out in the square for like four minutes and got kidnapped. Look, that's saying. not, that's not Stuff things happens. going sideways. That's just a regular day of the week. Well, you know what? My days are a little bit harder than everybody else's. And if it's at all possible, it makes no difference to you so no. long as you get your stuff. As long as I get my stuff. You put my name down there. You leave them out of this. Yep. All right. You see her write down just Sully then. Uh, let's go full name Sullivan Slight. Sullivan Slight. And she writes down a list of like various spell components. Well, fill, I'll fill out the list properly, but like spell components. Um, some different items that she's looking for. Um, uh, when the shipment is coming in, it's in approximately 10 to 12 days in Serloon. It's coming from across the sea from Aglaron there. Cool. Write it down. It's down. Don't forget it. Well, we, I get to take a copy of the contract, do I not? You get to take a copy of the of what you need to get not specifically this contract and she says all right you just need to sign here and she holds up a sharp thin dagger you know, to make it official oh no yeah no totally um this is very standard just a little drop will do uh but i'm curious about the terms of the agreement well if the agreement is void uh, or not followed through on, rather. Um, well, you're, you would be bound to the contract. Okay. Um, I'm going to need a more layman's terms. Well, we don't like to get too deep into it. Well, because I have to get we just sucked like into to, this piece of paper. No, you're not going to get sucked into the paper. Am I, I guarantee die? you're not going to get sucked into the paper. Will I be chained to you to do your bidding for the rest of forever? Sexual things and otherwise. Oh, no, my dear. We would not need to go that far. That's, okay. That t- takes a turn and is, is not good. Why do you plan on like totally fulfilling this? Because when Sullivan Flight says he's going to do something, he does something. We need not worry about well, no, I think we kind of do. Do you want to get to save your friend? Ah, fuck. I take the dagger. I cut my finger. And I do a little smudgy. 
Beautiful. She flicks it and it rolls up and says, She's all right. Ariel at this moment. It'll be fine. Sally, you say you've got it covered. So much so that you put your name down as the sole one responsible. It's very noble, very honorable of you to do such a Which thing. Which is so strange. Which is, uh, from what I hear, so strange. Mm. You hear up at the front the braying of Rolf and Moot and Glim kind of starting to move things in. Not a word to them, please. Of course, there's a deal. You've signed the paperwork. All is good. We'll be back here in a few Two two weeks, probably two to three weeks. Oh, it's probably three, good you four. didn't let a hand at those pamphlets. Yeah. I mean, good God. You know, you hang out with really nice people, that goodness starts to seep right into you. It really does. Yeah. That's why I stopped hanging out with really good people. Anyways, um, she opens the curtains and says, Right through this way. Oh, what a fine steed this is. Oh, Rolf like that. Yes, it's wonderful. Please no droppings. It ruins, and she points down, ruins the circle. There's a chalk outline in the middle of the room. It says, yes, just come in, bring your carts in, and is everybody ready? Zali's taking care of all the arrangements. He knows what to get, when to get it, where to get it. I hold up the piece of paper so that they don't worry about me actually remembering these things. Provided <laughs> Turn a- audible sigh that comes from <laughs> I provided a pack slip for it. Don't worry. So if we're all ready? Yes, I think time is of the essence. Yeah, it sounds like we're on a Let's clock here. Go. She opens a large book and it thuds and dust kind of kicks up from the table that she puts it down on and starts to speak from the book and moves her hands around very precisely. The candles begin to dim as a wave of energy begins to build up and swirl in the middle of this room, the dirt that's uh, on the ground. I yell as this is happening. If you could drop us near the temple of Agma. You can't tell if she's heard you or not. Um, almost like a, a tornado vortex begins to swirl around you. You begin to lose sight of the room. The candles, from what you can see, are snuffed out either by the wind or just by the fact that you can't see them. And there's a snap. And this wind begins to die down and you're in the middle of a forest just before just at dusk about the same time as it was previously you hear the sound of a city off in front of you there's a path that goes down and it opens onto this sprawling valley down below you begin to walk forward a little bit and you see a sign that says, Hi, Moon, this way. Well, she's accurate. You got to give her that.
The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Creighton's Raven, Gabriel Lynch, Kathy Sindelar, Joshua Dixon, Stevie, Jacob Madden, Cat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, and Christian Brown. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Did you just say circle jerkin? Moot. <laughs> I just cut. Nope, nope. <laughs> Russ pulls the ripcord on that one. As he does on so many of our conversations, I I'm, don't understand. I mean, the conversation continues. It's not like it stops. It just doesn't happen. It's you off. Know, off. Not, not everything needs to happen on screen. Merle's going to die. Merv. Mer- Merv's going to die. Merle. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a podcast which combines the art and beauty of classic literature with the fun of Dungeons and Dragons roleplay. These episodes are led by me, Kate, your master teacher, which is Dungeon Master meets High School English Teacher. We take on quests in these fascinating worlds, meeting and adventuring with the greatest literary characters of all time, solving puzzles set up by the dubious Dr. Frankenstein. One eye is over there, and the other eye is rolled over there. Exactly right. Hunting Moby Dick alongside Captain Ahab. (laughs) I've rolled a one. Oh, you one! Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a faithful yet irreverent way to interact with the stories which have influenced us for centuries. Plus, it's a much more exciting way to experience literature than writing an essay. Essays don't have swords which burst into flame, or poop monsters hiding in toilets. Anybody got some poop for me? A new episode of Of Mice and Men and Monsters is released every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts.